Hello, my name is Danielle and I am a self-concept coach. I help women on their journey of rediscovering who they are and redefining who they want to be. I help you go from living a limited life where you don't believe in yourself, where you self-sabotage, and where you don't follow your dreams, to living a limitless life full of joy, passion, and purpose. If you are ready to stop living up to other people's expectations of you and instead live your life by your design, I'm the coach for you. Head on over to my Instagram and send me a DM to book a free 15-minute self-concept clarity call. Together, we will discover your current self-concept, how it's getting in your way, and the actions you can take to create a new self-concept that helps you move forward. If you are ready to change your life, I am ready to coach you. Let's get to work. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of my podcast, Why to Not Aim to Feel 100% Better. I came across this when I was working with a few clients of mine. We would have a session and we would get towards the end and I would ask, how do you feel or how are you feeling? And they would say, I still feel bad or I, I don't feel 100% better. And then I would ask, do you feel a little bit better or do you still feel exactly the same? And every one of them said, oh, well, I feel a little bit better. I just don't feel 100% better. I don't feel like... I can think about the situation that we discussed in the session and still and not feel pain. I want to make this clear. The point of a coaching session is not to feel better. Although I do find that most of the time people do feel better. The point of a coaching session is just to see what is going on in your brain. What's happening in there? What do you want to keep? What do you want to change? How are you viewing this? How is it helping you? How is it not helping you? It really is all about just going into your brain and seeing what's happening in there. But for the purposes of this podcast, when it came to those certain clients, they would end, these, they would end the session saying, I don't feel 100% better. And I am going to tell you what I told them. If you are always aiming to feel 100% better about a situation, you are going to find yourself disappointed most of the time. There seems to be this belief that... Unless I feel 100% better about a situation, then I'm not healing, then I'm not growing. If I am still in pain and I don't feel 100% better, then that is not good enough. That is a really difficult goal to set for yourself. It's like saying I struggle with my confidence and until I feel 100% confident, then all of the work that I'm doing in between here is not good enough. It's only good enough when I feel 100% confident. And honestly, you are setting such a difficult goal for yourself. Even the most confident people in the world are still going to suffer from confidence issues sometimes. And that doesn't take into account that you want to feel 100% confident, but you haven't even reached 5% confidence yet, 10% confidence yet. You're trying to make a quantum leap from 0 to 100. It actually reminds me of all or nothing thinking. I either feel 100% better or it's not worth it. Or it might as well be like, I'm not doing anything. I'm, do I'm not making any progress. I'm still stuck in the same position. If your goal is to feel 100% better, 100% confident, 100% worthy, 100% loving, I, I, whatever your goal is, if you want to feel 100%, if you are not willing to celebrate the steps that it takes to get to the 100%, you are making it so, so difficult for yourself. I would even dare say that you're making it impossible for yourself to get to 100%. But I am getting ahead of myself. Let's, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit. Let's tackle the goal first. 
100% better. I don't feel 100% better yet. Okay, this goal of being at 100% is pretty much impossible. Why? Because you are a human being who is always going to have some doubts. Let's take a subject that is a little more concrete. Let's take your appearance. Let's take self-image. Let's say you don't feel attractive at all and your goal is to get to feeling 100% attractive every single, all, all the time, basically. All the time you want to feel attractive. So first, if you make that your goal, I want to feel attractive 100% of the time, it's an impossible goal. Why is it an impossible goal? It's impossible because you are going to have some doubts sometimes. Sometimes it's going to feel like you're going backwards. On your way to feeling more attractive, there are going to be days when you wake up, you look in the mirror and you're going to think, I don't look attractive today. Or you may be out in the world and then you see a beautiful person and you think, I'm not as beautiful as them. Now that is okay. There's nothing wrong with doing any of those things. There's nothing wrong when that happens to you. But if you make your goal to feel 100% better, when those setbacks happen sometimes, when it feels like you're going backwards or when, it, when you have doubts, you're going to be really hard on yourself. You may start thinking, none of this is working. I fucked up again. I messed up. My goal is impossible. I'm never going to get there. Do you know what the underlying goal is of trying to feel 100% better? It's also feeling 100% better all the time. Once I get to this place of 100%, then I'll never have to feel like I'll never have to suffer again. I'll never have to be in pain about this situation anymore. And that, I'm sorry, is simply just not possible. And that's okay. It's okay that you're never going to feel 100% better all the time about whatever situation it is. You are never going to feel 100% attractive all the time. And especially as you're on your journey to feeling more attractive, you are going to have some setbacks. You're gonna go backwards sometimes. It doesn't mean it's not working. It doesn't mean that the work that you're doing isn't important or it isn't, not isn't, but what I mean is like, it feels like you're not making progress, but you are making progress. That's just how growth is. We like to think it's sequential. Like I'm gonna get better and better and better and better and only keep getting better and better from here. That's not how it works. Sometimes we get better and then sometimes we go backwards. Sometimes we get really good and then we go really far backwards. That's just growth. That's just what it means to be human when you're working on something, when you're working towards a goal and it's okay. You don't want to run away from it. You just want to embrace it. You want to even make room for it because it is part of your journey. Let's take another example, the grief of losing my dad. If I make my goal, I want to feel 100% better, which aka means I want to feel 100% better all the time. It means that whenever I start to feel sad about about losing my dad whenever I have those moments where I feel like crying or I feel like just kind of holding up in my room and being sad for a little bit, that those moments aren't good, that they're not productive to my growth. And I don't wanna view it that way at all. I have to make room for those moments. I'm still in the process of grieving. I still miss my dad. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing bad about that. Just today, I had a session with my coach where I was talking about losing my dad and I was bawling, I was crying so much and I hadn't cried that much that much in at least a couple months but it's not like I look at myself and think oh you did something wrong you're crying again you're not doing it right you're not grieving right you have to aim to feel 100% better 100% better all the time no I don't know I don't want to make that my goal you can't 100% get rid of the pain of whatever situation you're in when it comes to the grief of my dad I don't think I'm ever going to 100% get rid of the pain of losing him and I don't necessarily think I even want to I will always miss him. I will always love him. And that's okay. That a little bit of pain comes with that. And that's okay. Life is about both pain and joy. You can't feel joy 
without the pain. So aiming to feel 100% better about the situation, I'm not really sure that I ever want to. Okay, so at this point you might be like, all right, well, if I'm not supposed to aim to feel 100% better, then what am I supposed to do? Does that mean I just don't aim to feel better at all? By the way, I don't assume that you are that sassy or that you are that um, aggressive. That's just what my brain sounds like when it's trying to prove me wrong. So instead of trying to feel 100% better, I think we should just take the number out of it. I think that if there is something you're really suffering from, make your goal just to feel better. Not 100% better, not 50% better, just feel better. Because what that does is it lets you celebrate every single moment on your journey. If you make your goal to feel 100% better, you are not going to allow yourself to celebrate the steps in between that it takes you to get there. Which by the way, like I mentioned before, you're never actually going to get there, right? So what's actually happening is you are delaying letting yourself feel proud, letting yourself feel or letting yourself celebrate all of your progress. You're saying, I can't celebrate. I am not going to choose to celebrate all of my growth until I get to 100%. Whereas if you are working on something and saying, I am just trying to feel better, even a little bit better. That means when you get to that spot, when you are like, oh, I actually feel a little bit better. You're proud of yourself. You celebrate, you are thankful for the work that you've done. You are thankful for the growth that you've just achieved. In short, you get to celebrate every step of the way. Let's look at this another way. Let's say that whatever pain level you're currently at right now is your 100% pain level. If you went through a breakup and right now you're really hurting and you're really in pain, let's say that's your 100%. And let's say you start to take the steps to heal, take the steps to move forward. One of the things you might do is talk to somebody, talk to a loved one, talk to a good friend, talk to a coach, talk to a counselor. And after that conversation, you feel a little bit better. Let's say you feel 10% better than when you started. So instead of being at your 100% pain level, which is where you originally were, now you are at 90%. It's easy for your brain to look at that and be like, yeah, well, I'm still in 90% pain. This sucks. This is awful. I'm still hurting. But listen, you feel better. You feel 10% better. And that is worth celebrating. You are in 10% less pain about the situation than you originally were. Is that not amazing that you feel 10% better? And I know, I know your brain's gonna be like, yeah, but I'm still in pain, but you feel 10% better. That is worth something. That is something to celebrate. I'm not saying go out and go buy yourself a cake. You can if you want to. I love cake, but all you have to do is acknowledge it. I have a previous episode in my podcast about tooting your own horn. You feel 10% better about a situation you were in a lot of pain in. Celebrate that. That is something worth taking the time to be proud of yourself for. Each and every step matters. Don't deny yourself feeling proud of you because you're not at 80% feeling better. No, celebrate the 10%. The 10% matters because you're never going to get to 80% if you don't feel the other 10% better. I may have phrased that weird, but what I'm trying to say is you're, you can't get to 80% until you feel that 10% first. Because guess what? Then the next day, instead of being at your 100% pain level, now you're at 90. And then maybe you go do something else. Maybe you start journaling a little bit. Maybe you start journaling about what happened in your relationship. And that makes you feel 5% better. 
Well, fantastic. So now instead of being at 100%, you're at, oh, well, math, whoo. Instead of being at 100%, now you're at 85%. You celebrate that extra 5% again. You be proud of yourself. Let yourself celebrate each and every part of your journey. A little bit better is all you need. Really, just a little bit better. You don't need to wait until you're at 100% because you're never going to get there anyway. Aiming to feel a little bit better and celebrating the progress that you make along the way, no matter how small, I'm putting it in quotation marks, small or big it is, will get you so much farther. And if you end up going backwards, right? If something happens where you suddenly miss your ex-partner very much and then you're on the bed crying, it's okay. Make room for that. It's fine. It's part of your journey. Don't beat yourself up. Remember, life is both pain and joy. Doubts are going to happen. You are going to go backwards sometimes. It is okay. You may even find that after your cry session, you actually feel a little bit better. That's what happens to me anyway. I feel like crying is a release and it's a expression of some emotions that have been built up for a while. Anyways, if you make your goal to feel a little bit better and you actually find yourself going backwards, don't beat yourself up. You're still moving forward even if you go backwards. It's kind of a weird concept to accept and understand. Maybe I'll make another podcast episode on it, but even if you feel like you're going backwards, you're still moving forwards. And because you're not making your goal to feel 100% better all the time, you are giving your brain way more leeway to feel crappy about whatever you're going through sometimes. It's okay. I'm going to end this episode off with one other example, just in case mine didn't really work for you. When you go to the doctor's office, they all have a little chart, right? A pain chart, one to 10, and they usually have like little faces on the bottom, but one is I'm not at any pain. And 10 is this pain is excruciating, I cannot handle it. If the doctor asks you, where are you on your pain level, a scale of one to 10? You might say your pain level is at a seven. You don't look at that scale and see the one and think, oh man, I suck because I'm not at a number one pain level. I'm not going to allow myself to feel better until I hit that one. If you are at a seven pain level and the doctor tells you to do something and then you go down to a five, you're gonna be like, oh, thank goodness, I am at a level five now. Being at a level seven pain level was hard. And being at a level five pain level isn't perfect. It's not a one, but man, I feel so much better. Thank goodness, right? Like you're not going to delay yourself feeling better. Once you move down that scale, you, you feel better physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you feel better and you let yourself feel all of that. A five is going to feel better than a seven. An eight is going to feel better than a 10. A nine is going to feel better than a 10. When you look at that pain scale and the doctor asks you, are you, what are you on a scale from one to 10? If you say a nine, your brain's like, wow, thank goodness it's not at a 10. And if you are at a 10 and then the doctor does something and then you get down to a nine, your brain's like, oh, thank goodness I went down to a nine. Still really painful, but at least I moved down one and I'm not at a 10 anymore. I was really proud of myself when I actually thought of that example. So I'm, I'm hoping that I explained that well enough. If I didn't explain it well enough, go ahead and contact me and let me know. I will explain it to you some more. But the whole point of this episode boils down to this. Every step on your journey to whatever it is you're trying to do, whatever your goal is, is valid. It's worth celebrating and it's worth being proud of. Don't make your goal to feel 100% better always, all the time. It doesn't give you room to breathe. It doesn't give you room to go backwards when you're inevitably going to go backwards and have doubts. 
Instead, make your goal to feel a little bit better. And whenever you feel a little bit better, celebrate. Make sure you celebrate it. Don't deny yourself to feel better until you get to a higher point. If you feel a little bit better, that is good enough. All right, guys, that is it for episode 13. Our next episode is the last one for season one of my podcast. Woo, we made it. We're almost there. I'm excited. Are you excited? You should be excited. I will see you tomorrow. All right, bye.